the group? MGS, MGS1. No, oh, the Foxhound unit. Yeah, that's that's okay. Well, hey, Foxhound unit, welcome back to Atsune Miku's Crackcast, episode seventy-five, tri-quarter centennial podcast. I'm your host as always, Sam Kingma. Join me as my best friend co-host, Miles J. And joining us for the first time in, uh, I didn't, I forgot to check the number, but it's like forty plus weeks. A guest, Tom. Second look, the ever, ever so talked about. Yeah, the the specter guest that haunts every episode. I'm glad to be here in the flesh. This yeah, time. the imaginary third third co-host uh, <laughs> of Crackass. Yeah, um, I'm glad to be here. Honestly, shocked that you've continued the show as long. I I I was betting last time I did the episode it would be the final episode <laughs> of, the, of, the, of the whole podcast. That we would get burned out after that one. You may, yeah, right. The 17 hour. Um, episode but you made it to 75 weeks and to celebrate this odd not that important milestone i'm glad i could be here that's good stuff that's good stuff well tom it's great to great to have you miles what the fuck's been going on this week why are you asking me we got a guest here and you're immediately going to me that seems pretty fucking well that's rude. how we that's how we, we start the show always that's true okay tom what do you have going okay, on okay tom week? what do you want to do what do you want to talk about this week Oh, fuck. You know, I've been binging the show to catch up because uh, <laughs> I, I'm a Are jaded we do fan, a clip you know? show? Because God forbid, God forbid we repeat content, right? <laughs> so, we would never Wait, do something Sam, like that. Sam, let's just make this a clip show, you know? Let's just do Let's just do a 75th episode I, clip show. I want show. all the hits. I'm here for the Disney World rides. I'm here for the... I'm here to hear Miles talk about some horror movie Sam doesn't care about. I'm here... <laughs> To talk about Majora's Mask for the fifteenth time, but we got horsemen need to come back. Uh, I want to talk about game difficulty. You know, is it oh, accessibility yeah. feature? And oh, man, God. aren't aren't nineties cartoons both cringe and based? Uh, that's uh, I think I'm here for all the hits. I'm excited. Okay. Um, but, okay. So that's what's been my week. I've been listening to Crack House, and I think uh, I think I've finally cracked. You know, so I don't know if I'm the best person to ask this question to. I'm totally fine. Letting Miles start the show just generally, and I can butt it. Okay. Um. I mean, I do. I do have something to talk about this week. Uh. And unfortunately, it's 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 ground that I've treaded with Tom. You could so comedians they'll they'll sometimes test. You know, they'll they'll go to a small club. They'll test new material on on unsuspecting civilians, much like the American Army. So I have decided to test to test a, uh, a, a, a something I wanted to talk about this week, which was Sam and Tom. Uh, I finally understand what it means for something to be boneless. I, this is the, you finally understand. This is the first time that I've experienced media that made me go, "Wow, this is just a boneless something else." Truly just boneless. Because we play a lot of things that are derivative. We watch a lot of things that are derivative. But rarely is something just a complete and utter boneless version of a better thing. It's so rare. It almost never happens to me. I don't know if it's ever happened to you, Sam. Have you ever experienced something that's boneless? 
Yeah. Super Monkey Ball Banana Me is boneless. <laughs> That's true. That it is kind of a, just a boneless version of Monkey Ball One and Two. You're I, right. I call it. I call it a, a Super Monkey Ball uh, Zero Sugar Coke Zero. Yeah, Coke Zero. <laughs> Coke Zero Monkey Ball. I want to interrupt quickly and say this is my experience listening to every Crack House episode where both of you are talking about something that you separately talked about with me. <laughs> Sam has been talking to me about Banana Mania Zero Sugar, and Miles talked about boneless. I'm very excited to hear how they synthesize but i can't imagine miles the the what what boneless piece of media you experienced this week okay so i watched little witch academia okay little witch academia beloved critically acclaimed television show i was watching it yeah yeah by trigger that everyone loves and i was watching it with a scowl on my face and I said, wow, the Owl House is just boneless Little Witch Academia. Because I, I was watching it and I was just thinking to myself, this is such a good, wholesome, well-made show. It's got all the trigger-isms, I guess. Like, I mean, spoilers for a show from 2018. They go to space at the end. Spoilers for a trigger show. They go to space. Can you imagine? They're break they're really breaking new grounds. You could say they're breaking the f- fucking atmosphere on this one. Um but it's just like every everything about it was just wonderful and the lessons were great and they were hard they were hard lessons. You know, they were things that that people need to hear. Shit shit that's like like tough pills to fucking swallow. It's like, yeah, you're not fucking special, but you can work really hard and and accomplish things. Like no, you don't have a fucking great destiny. You don't have a great destiny. You just got to work really hard. They were bone hard lessons. They were bone hard. Dude, they were straight up calcium filled, got milk, Nesquik strong lessons. And and I was just and I was just thinking about my time with the Owl House. And I and I talk a lot about the Owl House with other people because I think it's my favorite example of a show that is so good. If you only watch things made in the United States of America, it's, it's like, like I joke about Avatar being like, like kind of this thing that like is, it's like S tier if you've never seen an anime in, but even if you've seen anime, Avatar is probably still, I would say A tier. Like if you want to be really like, if you, and if malignant, and, malignant, malig- yeah, this is, is the malignant, uh, this is the malignant of like, if you've read Gantz or Berserk or like a Junji Ito or, um, Oh my god, um, Sway Hero, what's his name? The super dimensional love gun guy. Oh, um, oh shit, 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 shit. It's Sway Hero, uh, Shintaro right? Kago. Shintaro Kago. Shintaro Kago. Then who the fuck am I thinking of who's Sway Hero? I don't know. And I'm not thinking of Sway, I'm thinking of someone else. Um, but yeah, like, like, if you've read, like, that's crazy shit. That's real crazy shit. Um, but Malignant to an American. This is crazy shit. It's like it's crazy. It's crazy for Hollywood to do. That's an insane Hollywood movie. Um, but like that's like a that's like a little kiddie pool, you know. Um, but like I th- I think the Owl House has moved from like oh this is cute to oh this is shameless to me because it's like okay here's the story: brown haired protagonist who is normal enters a magical realm despite being human determined to become a witch but they have no innate magical ability wait a minute this is just 
it sounds like Mashal. It sounds like this it's too. Mashal. It also sounds like yeah, Witch Hat Atelier. It, it actually does. Like and I and I started watching Witch Hat Atelier, or I started reading Witch Hat Atelier as well. Uh, and it's good. I I can't talk too much about it because I'm very early in, but it's good. But like, it's like okay, yeah, we're we're getting everything. We're getting all all the the witch school tropes right out of the way, out of the bat. All this shit happens. But like, what makes something different and something interesting is is the characters and the lessons that we learn. And Akko is a traditional dumbass. Akko's a traditional moron. And that and that she she is way too loud. This would bother you, Sam, because Akko has significantly worse sound quality than everyone else in the show. Oh, it's one of the oh, most strange God. things where there's a, you could tell that she was recording at a, at a different studio than everyone else. <laughs> yeah. She was recording at her own home, her home studio during COVID. Yeah. During, during yeah, her pre, home apartment, pre COVID times. Yeah. Akko is like max dumbass, And I think the screaming crackle of the audio uh, sells that even stronger. Yeah, no, I, I like, I generally like Akko. I mean, I'd like, I'd give the show an eight, strong eight, you know, as we say. So, Miles, you, I, I was talking to Sam, and I would give this show your Metroid Dread score of the top greatest seven out of ten you can have. That's you know? that's fair, honestly. Yeah, like, like the uh, the uh, I th- I said ascended seven, where it's to not. Me, it, yeah, 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 yeah. It can't be better than a seven. But this might be the best seven there's ever been. I, I, I that is, I'm answering the community poll, the community question with this. I think Little Witch, Little Witch, Little Witch Academia is one of my answers for Ascended Sevens. Yeah, but like, anyway. so I was just, I, I was just watching it, and I, and I was just like, wow, Americans really can't swallow hard pills, and we just have to coddle them, and we have to hug them, and tell them they're special, and like, I was led to believe that there was like Diana and Akko. Diana's like this kind of like prissy. I mean, spoilers for a trigger show. The rivals team up at the end. Oh my god, what? I could have seen that one coming. What? They, they, they team up and at the end they join hands. They join together to deal the final blow. Could you even imagine such a thing happening in a trigger sh- series? I fucking couldn't. I just didn't see it coming. I said, wow, that's new ground. Yep, they're really, really drilling new ground here. You know what? I, it, oh, great. there is a sequence where someone, someone has a mech and it has a drill, and I was just like, I, oh, I get it. Lovely. You made, I get it. You made Gurren Lagann. I I, get you it. made a better show. We get it. I yeah, but it's it's a good fucking show. But like, then you look at like like the Owl House, and it's like every every fucking thing wrong with American television, where it's like, oh, they're lesbians, you guys. They're lesbians. Like, like, literally, the Owl House's one claim to fame is the two rival girls are lesbians, and they fall in love. And, like, if you wanted that to be a surprise, if you wanted to discover that on your own, if you just said, you know what, I would just like to experience this romance organically, you fucking can't. Because every fan of this show is gonna fucking tell you that these two are gonna get together so make sure to leave all your suspense at the door all your sense of wonder and all your all your shipping all uh, it's all gonna come true they're gonna get together oh miles how could you spoil that for me i'm sorry that tiktok didn't spoil it for you first I'm just mad. I'm just so mad because I feel conned, you know? I feel conned because everyone everyone was like, dude, you love cartoons, right? And I was like, no. <laughs> but 
but I watched them anyways. And they're like, The Owl House is one of the best shows. And I was like, oh, great, I'll check it out. And I watched it and I went, this is okay. But the main character is too much of like a Tumblr dork for me. Like she's one of those characters who has like a cat hoodie and she says like bleep bloop when she does shit like that. Like, like shit that 30 year olds <laughs> think 16 year olds do. Um, yes. And, and of course she like, you know, she, she writes fan fiction. She watches anime. Oh my God. Oh my God. No cartoon characters ever fucking done that before. Rolling Holy my eyes. Shit. Uh, so, so like, of course, uh, I'm just going, I'm just going through this show and I'm like, this is like fine. But every now and then they'll reference Instagram in my magical world and I'll just get like really like out of it. Or, like, uh, you'll have, like, some character be like, hey, that's capitalism, baby. And I'm like, ah, yes. Yes. The communists wrote this show. They always do. Uh, so, like, like I'll just I'll just have these moments where I'm like, man, I miss immersion. You know, I miss I miss being able to to lose myself in television. And then I watch Little Witch Academia. And it's a show that that combines these modern elements with an organic world, an organic world building thing. And th- there's a couple of like immersion breaking references. They have a, they have a twilight themed book. It's called nightfall. That's like in the series. Um, there's, there's one reference to Evangelion. It's like a visual reference. One of the characters does the little, the hands pose with the glasses, like the, the pure white glasses, yeah. like just like things like that, where you're like, ah, okay. Yeah. That's a little immersion breaking, but just a little bit, right? Just enough. Uh, but this whole show is just like, is just is just moments where someone will will just be talking and then they'll they'll quote a meme or something and you'll just be like hey, yeah can we speed up the heat death please can we get to the heat death real quick I'm kind of done I'm a little over this let's just let's just call it a day on just the universe please um and it was it just made me sad. You know, it just it just made me sad to to think that there's all there's there's all these shows that people who are 35 and emotionally unstable are watching with like <laughs> all these like basic C-tier children's lessons. And then there's this wonderful world of great media that they're not watching instead because one of them has lesbians and the other one doesn't. Except when it does. Know, right? Except sometimes it does. I want to. Like, I want to run want... with this a bit. Sorry, Sam. Go ahead. I don't. Oh, go. It. No, okay. go off. Go off. You said like I was thinking about the novel you post sent to me about this earlier. Like <laughs> this is this concept of hard work that Americans just don't want, right? Yeah, they just don't want it. And uh, Sam and I released a video recently about Pokemon and the experience share and how like. I argue about grinding being an important part of video games and RPGs because it's a metaphor for the hard work you need to succeed at a journey. And like, but the Americans don't want it. They don't want the hard work. They don't want the grind. That's bad game design, Tom. Totally. It like, I, I play, I don't know, you, you probably all know Sakuna of Rice and Ruin, right? Oh, I really want to play that game because the voice of Satania is the main character and that's all I need to like something. She's super cute. She's super great. Um, But like, that game is the most Japanese game I've ever fucking played because to gain experience points and level up your stats requires you to be a rice farmer. <laughs> like, like it's, it's all about toil and hard work and that's the value of the game. Like then when you're rewarded by having fun action, but the only way to actually level up in the game is to do hard 
rigorous work. And that's the message that Little Witch Academia promotes. And wait, you need to do that to like succeed and make something feel monumental? Oh, you don't just get given an experience share that gives your entire party full experience throughout the game and your Pokemon fully evolve without looking it in the eye once? Like, that is what's missing out of American media is this like ability to affirm hard work, you know? And, and require it out of the uh, out of the player or the the audience you know i don't know i agree with you miles that's what's boneless here there's no callus to it right there's no calluses yeah. that you build well you know what's crazy is is what you're describing with sakana is also fucking death stranding it's fucking devil may cry it's 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 like oh you want to be good it's at these Japan. fucking games yeah it's yeah uh it's devil may cry it's fucking dragon quest one dragon quest one is 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 uh, six hours long and four of it is grinding. That's what I say in the video of like it's a metaphor for hard work and succeeding in life. Like that's what grinding is. It's a mechanic that works as metaphor, and I think a lot of people just don't like that. You know what's funny too, and and I was talking about this recently. So I've I've mentioned briefly on the podcast that I'm I'm working on like a bigger creative project, just a personal project of mine um and i i have to work with with uh visual development artists you know people who who do 2d art character design object design things like that right consistently i will reach out to people from europe or from you know east asian countries one person i work with very talented artist uh is from thailand right um so i reach out to them and i say hey you know I'll pay you this much money. I need you to do this. Do you have time? Oh, well, I'm free this, this, this day. They'll show me my schedule. It's just blocked out with schoolwork. Okay, but I'm free this day and, and we'll work on it. Great. Okay. I'll write write them up the references, send it their way. Right. I could I might wait a month. I might wait a fucking month for this image and it'll come back and it's great and it's perfect and it looks exactly how I want. We can approve of it. Thumbs up. Get the fuck out of here. Every fucking time that I try to work with an American... No matter how much money I offer them, no matter how not busy they are, they'll just fucking ghost me immediately. And I'm offering them money. I'm offering them money to do it, right? And like, and so like, so all the artists, except for one of them, who's like 38, they're all students, right? They're all students in school and they find the fucking time. (laughs) But every fucking student that I ask in America is like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm in school. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm in school. I'm like, yeah, so is everyone else I work with. They're all younger and better artists than you. I'm only reaching out to you you, because you seemed available, but you don't. Apparently, you just can't do it. I went to fucking school. You have time. You got the time to do it. You have time to do it for the amount of money that I'm offering you. Have you heard of money? And then they go on Twitter and complain they don't have money, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, this, is, this is the poor art people of Twitter. Way to talk about bringing back the hits. This is, these are the poor artists I am always making fucking fun of on this Episode show. fucking three is, or four. <laughs> like, we're bringing it back. People fucking suck. No, I'm with you, man. Also, also, by the way, cheaper, cheaper to work with artists out of country. Yeah. Significantly cheaper. But it's funny, like, we talk about this, and yet... And media, right? We're talking, but they won't even like get it of why we say the work stuff's better, because they just, it's just annoying to them. Like they don't even they don't even see it. Like even when you explain it to them, I'm sure like it doesn't even, huh? They don't. It's just such a cultural like I don't know what it is. People well, need to it, watch it, more anime clearly and play. It contextualizes, <laughs> but doesn't it like contextualize just like the the years of everyone just suddenly reading Marx? 
doesn't it just make sense to you? Yes. Wait, 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 wait. No one's reading Mark's mind. <laughs> That's that true. That would take too much work. They're not actually They're pretending. Marks. They're pretending. Yeah. They they read somebody's substack. <laughs> you know what I mean? About <laughs> something general that has nothing to do with actual quoting marks or close reading marks. If you're actually reading marks, it's a different experience. There's no way they're actually reading marks at all. It's just they're, cool. They're... It's just cool to be in the DSA and like go to a meeting and feel like you're changing the world. It, it is really funny how how every every political activist I know might be the laziest person I know. And it's okay. I, yeah. Like and it's, it's does not does that not add up, Chief? Does that not add up, Miles? No, it it, it adds I mean, up. Perfectly. I mean, look at our political system. They don't do anything. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, this is not even a right wing point. Like, like I just be clear. Like, this is a from a somebody who is a grad student and like reads this stuff and definitely not like at all. Maybe, but like, it's just so funny. You see the laziness out there for sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, they're not reading Mark's miles. They're not reading Mark's. That's yeah, that's fair. I'm giving them a lot of credit, and you know what? And and I I say a lot of mean things about people who aren't me <laughs> on this podcast, except for sometimes I say me things that are about me on this podcast. I wanted to be fair to them. Uh, I guess this was the wrong time to be fair. <laughs> it's always a wrong time. That's true. That's true. I'm much funnier <laughs> when I'm, when I'm completely unfair. Boneless hollowing out, right? It's like the hollowing of the like, dark souls. Like that's the world we feel like we live in at this point when you're watching yeah. something like Owl House. Um, cool. I can't. Do, I just can't do it anymore. I just. I just can't I, deal with with TV with TV that is just okay. Like even Squid Game is like too American for me. <laughs> like even Squid Game is like okay. This was clearly made like with Americans in mind. I really. I. I'm willing to bet it. Like. Have you have you seen it? I have not gotten a chance to watch any of it. Either. I have seen not it? seen Squid Game. Oh, well, I did see a little bit of Squid Game, and it's really funny because I I saw it with um with my buddy Dan, who I do the other show with. Dan had a great point. Um, and uh, since he's not said it online, I'll say it here, I suppose. Where he he just said like every couple years, Americans just forget about Battle Royale, and someone who remembers Battle Royale says, "Time to cash in," and they release it. And people go, oh, this is such a crazy, original, dystopic, scary idea. But but how? How? Battle Royale has been a part of the cultural landscape since 2017. Because there's subtitles. There are subtitles and it feels foreign and new, Sam. It's But no! No! <laughs> it, it, okay, okay, gang. Okay, so... The other day, yesterday specifically, I walk in. I walk in on my parents watching fucking Squid Game in the family room after getting off my shift. And what do I hear? And what do I hear come out of the fucking TV? Some English hoe. All right, they're watching. They're watching this shit on on the English dub. Now, of course, now of course, I confront my my mother about this earlier today um, to see what wh- why why they why they chose this, and they're like. And they they didn't even know that the Korean they clearly knew that it was dubbed over, but they didn't even know they had access to the Korean version on Netflix. I mean, granted, my parents are a bunch of boomers; they don't really use Netflix. They're watching the show because it's popular, and their coworkers or whatever are talking about it. But the Netflix just gives you the dub. 
Like, if you turn it on Netflix in the States, they just give you the double More like they just give you the L. Am I right, ladies and gentlemen? I I mean, yeah, they kind of do. They set you up to fucking want to turn it off. They do that with their anime, too. I'm pretty sure the dub is the first option. And you have to go in. Yeah, which I fucking hate. Let it be in its original fucking language for everything. And then let the options be there. But put it base, like original version intended experience i'm just so disappointed because like i know the joke that you guys had was like the squid game i know is splatoon right (laughs) and granted i haven't finished the show because i didn't like it but like the dystopia splatoon paints is a way more interesting and meaningful in every way (laughs) than the squid game one and that's that's just like background detail. N- Nintendo does this thing I love where they'll just invent the most interesting world you've ever heard of and then they'll go figure it out, dick. We don't care. We're not going to fucking explain this shit to you. Like with Pikmin, they're just like, "Oh, here's <laughs> yeah. a really inter here's here's all this really interesting like world building and shit. Like Omar's going to explain it to you in the densest English you've ever heard and you're 7, so you're not figuring this out." <laughs> Yeah, or the Kirby lore. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh Kirby yeah, lore is funny. Kirby lore is is notorious pig funny because because it's just like there is so much thought to it. it and also too, like as the games go on, you deal with progressively more and more Lovecraftian figures in the lore. That are just eons and eons more powerful than the last. I was talking to Sam about this earlier. Like, uh, whoever took up the series after Sakurai, um, uh, Shinya Kumazaki, he's like way into the lore. Like, that's why is because this guy is really into Kirby lore, and he's he's been the director ever since I think. Uh, crystal shards or something it's been a long time and he's just super massive into kirby lore that's why we always that's why the next game is a post-apocalyptic and it didn't surprise me at all because of course it is like this guy's totally into this shit well the post-apocalypse in kirby already existed we already went there and fucking shiver star and kirby 64 the crystal shards so (laughs) which by the way is what the the fifth ruined version of earth in nintendo history like because because there's the pikmin world there's yeah yeah there's the sh- there's Shiver Star. There's um mm. Splatoon. I mean, there's got to be more, right? Well, of like, like of like human Earth or like yeah, like human oh, Earth. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, Earth Earth. That's uh all fucked up. Um, there's got to be more. Um, like like an F zero is that yeah an F zero did <laughs> did like a meteor hit Earth and now it's a wasteland. Like I don't know. That's four. That's close shit. enough. We'll take yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll just say we'll say I was close to right because I need that, I guess. So I read something cool this week, Miles. Okay, what what'd you read? I I uh, I was uh I was perusing I was perusing Twitter on my on my AM to PM shift the other day, uh, and just through through a series, just you know scrolling through Twitter, I found an Arthur meme and was you know, I thought it was funny. <laughs> Um, and scrolled the ends was just re- reading the comments on it. And, and lo and behold, someone fucking just links this Wattpad titled Elwood Tenkaichi. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, yo, okay. Now it also came with a, with a header photo of, let me just call it 
a rather inspired Arthur cast of characters. Because it's not... They didn't fucking pick nor the normie A-tier, B-tier Arthur characters. <laughs> the brain fucking not in the story. Arthur Buster totally fucking sidelined in the story. Francine fucking sidelined. It's a fucking... So basically the plot of it is that there's a martial arts tournament. And that it primarily follows Fern Walters... Who, if you remember from or watching PBS back in the day, was the detective character. Like, she was the one who was into Sherlock Holmes, the quiet poetry slam type chick. Um, do, you, do you remember, Miles? Uh, from, from Arthur? Is Fern the one who, on her birthday, got two Polly Lockets and was mad about no, it? No, 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 that's Prunella, that's Prunella. And no, Francine got two... Polly Lockets. No, no. Prunella got two Polly Lockets from Francine. Uh, and Prunella was like, ah, fucking whatever is this is. Is Fern the bedwetter who's afraid about the sleepover? No, that's, uh, that is, um, oh, fuck. Her name is slipping me right now. Shit. Oh, Jenna. That's Jenna. Who is in this story? So Jenna's whole, so the whole gimmick is that every character, Miles, every character, Tom, uses has a has a form of fighting. So Rattles, who is like one of he's in uh, Binky's gang. He's the guy with the the hat, the red hat on backwards. He you he he's his style <laughs> is street lost. fighting. <laughs> My knowledge about Arthur begins and ends at his fist clenched. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't grow up. Come on, you didn't grow up on, on PBS programming back in the day. No, I guess not. I guess I didn't. No public broadcast in uh, in Florida. <laughs> yeah, we, that's a shame. We don't like uh, doing anything for people with our government money here. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, fair enough. So, so, um, but I'm here for the ride. I'm here for the ride. Yeah, don't worry. yeah. So, so rattles. So rattles. Uh, uses is street fighting style, and like in and then there's Binky who in lore is like obsessed with wrestling. So he he is like a pro wrestler. It, it like in one of the chapters he do, he cuts like a promo against Molly who has uh some form of karate. Then there's Marina who is a fucking kind of deep lore character. Uh, she's the blind character who's friends with Prunella. Um, she she uses um a form of kung fu. Crane. Oh, like a cane? Uh, is she like a cane fu kind of fighter? No, no, no. She just she wears a blindfold and just does the the crane shit from from uh, oh, Karate okay. Kid. Kind of yeah. a missed opportunity but to she, have like a, a like a blind samurai or like a blind cane user, you know? Yeah. Well, it's 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 a uh, it's a uh, mixed martial arts. Uh, oh yeah, I guess tournament. they can't use a weapon. So no weapons. Yeah. Yeah. Unfor unfortunately, these. Hey, by the way. They didn't age these kids up at all. So they are the third and fourth grade, eight and nine year old. <laughs> Kids while this shit is going down. <laughs> As it should um, be, honestly. Yeah, yeah no, I agree. Uh, Je Jenna Jenna's gimmick is uh, is Muay Thai. Wait, hold on, hold on. I actually have them. I I took a photo. I was so it, I was so into it. I'm like, I gotta take a photo of a couple of these lines. Yeah. So he here's the fighter styles, as explained by the author. 
Binky's Catch Wrestling, Jenna's Muay Thai, Rattles Street Fighting, Marina's Fujani White Crane Kung Fu, Molly's Shotokan Karate, Muffy's Mixed Art of Crosswire Style, which has yet not been explained yet (laughs) what Crosswire Style actually consists of. And then Fern, who basically got signed up by her mom in a classic Fern's mom move to get her to make some friends. So she signed up Fern to participate in the Elwood City uh, uh, Junior Mixed Martial Arts Tournament, even though Fern doesn't know how to fight. Um, due Due to happenstance and Francine showboating, she tripped out of the arena, so Fern advanced to the top eight. Uh, in the preliminaries, and then um, where I where I got around to where I stopped reading at work was Fern's like talking to George, who in the lore and in this book they're like friends. George's that kid with antlers; he always wins in all the competitions. Yes, George is the blues the musician. I remember this. Yes, he, he is he the does, blues he musician. He does Pinocchio blues. I remember this. Yes, and he is the ventriloquist. Yes, two of the of the group. Um, see, Tom, isn't Arthur so cool? Look how diverse all these characters are. Look how many, like, fun little things they have about how fleshed out this fucking roster is. The Owl House isn't like this shit. <laughs> the Owl House doesn't have this this amount of fleshed out fucking characters. Well, Sam, the Owl House has a Mexican, okay? You can't say know, these things. It has know, one Mexican. I know less about the Owl House than I do Arthur. <laughs> I just take your word for it. Um... Yeah, but I, is, it, is Arthur American? Isn't it Canadian? Am I crazy? So, so I think Ar- Arthur is produced by Canadians. Well, it's, it's so Nelvana, right? It was for a while. Like, it's a Nelvana joint. Yes, Nelvana. For the fir- so, so, it was produced by one studio. I think it was Nelvana for the first 15 seasons. And then once season 16 rolled around, they changed studios. And along with it, a lot of changes came to the series. Primarily in the form of the art... art officially switching over to flash so it looks fucking miserable now um and like if you've watched an old school motion tween fucking flash animation that's what arthur looks like and let me tell you hand animation oh fucking that's way better holy shit um and they also introduced a a new character to the to the group uh in ladonna who's her whole gimmick is that she's from the louisiana so she's like southern. Oh, like got um, a Cajun, has like a Cajun accent. Yeah, got a Cajun accent. Um, uh, her younger bro- uh, and then her younger brother Bud is kind of introduced as a new f- like best friend character for DW, because DW had a best friend character in Emily, who I consider to be the worst character in the in- <laughs> entire history run of the show. Because just because, and, and I don't want to be shitting on this four year old, because that's who Emily is, this four year old preschool character. No, Her whole gimmick here, is that Sam, she's here's the thing: French. if everyone if everyone shits on Caillou like relentlessly, I feel like you can get away with shitting on this Emily character. With dunking on Emily, Emily's whole, whole thing is she's like this prim and proper bitch. She comes from a really like rich household, well, not talked about, but definitely like probably the second wealthiest before the Crosswires, Muffy's family. Um... And she has, like, a nanny that takes care of her who's, like, French and stuff like that. And she's, like, DW's uh, best friend. But any time she's, like, the protagonist of a story, the episode probably sucks ass. <laughs> um, so, basically, she gets kind of – thankfully, she gets totally fucking sidelined, more or less. She still appears in episodes, but nowhere near as frequently with DW and DW-centric episodes. And Bud is kind of there as, as the replacement friend. Um, Tom, you following? I got it. I'm here. Okay, awesome. 
Yeah, so anyway, so where I left off in the in the story is that Fern is basically, shit, I don't really know what to do. Now, Prunella, okay, so, lore, okay, we gotta go back to lore for a second. So, Prunella and Marina, who are fourth graders, uh, not necessarily relevant, but they're a year ahead of uh, of Arthur and his class of third graders. Um, they are fans of the hit book series, uh, Henry Screever, which, of course, is a homage to harry potter which we are both huge fans of uh, on crack house right miles we're oh both yeah big harry, harry potter fans. oh harry potter what we, we, we're, we're, we're yeah we're such what a hit JK Rowling fans. what, what a hit what up hit us up if you want to come on the podcast anytime <laughs> wouldn't, JK, wouldn't it be such a flex interview. wouldn't it be such a flex to have jk rowling on the podcast when like neither of us know or care anything about her other than that, she's oh, awful. Oh, I, yeah, I, I, I've only read her book. I have no... I couldn't tell you, like, five things about it. Right? All, I, I, all I know is that she's, like, facts. she's just awful on Twitter and that she's got, like, awful views. Like, like beyond just, like... Because everyone's like, oh, she's a transphobe. Like, apparently it goes really deep. Like, apparently it's, like, everything she says now is just shit. It's just garbage. Yeah, it's the it's the it's the triple down effect that tends to to happen in these situations. But but anyway, so so Henry Screever is like, it, it's similar to you have to gotta remember that when, when that when Arthur was airing back or Arthur was airing and it's like you know seasons like seven to like twelve or whatever the the Harry Potter books were coming out so. There was, in reference, culture-wise, it was really fucking big. So, of course, Prunella is a is a Harry Potter-obsessed character. Like, they, they even covered that. They even covered the fangirl-obsessed Harry Potter character. Who apparently, apparently, in the mar- mixed martial arts, uh, uh, Elwood Tenkaichi story, uh, is a real wizard. <laughs> and can use the, the time protractor sphere to make it seem like a year has gone by when in fact only a day wait, 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 so wait, it's wait. the hyperbolic time change wait no BBC. Sam you know who this is our man Kronos <laughs> he's back he's, he's back. back he the escaped most important character. he escaped the server verse <laughs> the most escaped important the character from space jam 2 he's made it to elwood elwood city elwood city for the elwood for elwood Tenka for the elwood city tenkaichi junior martial arts tournament despite the fact that he's 35 um another bone boneless piece of media space jam 2 hey how dare you we love space jam 2 on this podcast now that's full of bones that's full of bones and chicken and fucking mild sauce from buffalo wild (laughs) did i miss this episode did you defend space jam 2 did you not hear yeah i must have i must have felt the heat radiating from the bad takes (laughs) of that episode what i did how is that not boneless i did an entire I, I I wrote I wrote a little paper I wrote a little paper about how how it's 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 the closest to a Chuck Jones Looney Tunes that we've had since he died. Now continue with your your fucking Avatar Arthur <laughs> show. He's, he, yeah, doesn't so wanna, he doesn't even want to hear this. I love it. 
Yeah, that is, so, so that is blasphemy. That is, okay, anyway, anyway, I don't even so, want. So, anyways, we're, we're, we're more or less at the end of where I got to. Is was Fern more or less has to? She has got a week to make a decision on wh whether or not she wants to to hop in the the hyperbolic time chamber to train for the Elwood City uh, Junior Martial Arts Tournament. In order for you to compete, so she doesn't get fucking crazy. I'm sorry, and that's where I stopped reading. Space now, this Jam is 30... Two is the bat credit card of, of Chuck Jones. Okay. Yes, but, he, but he's. <laughs> but here's the thing. But when we've had 25 years, roughly, of of essentially Looney Tunes having the voice of 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 what is essentially Seinfeld, uh, it is a return. It does count as a return to form. Now you could argue the bar that, is low. The bar yeah, is you, very low here. You could argue this that is, the Looney Tunes show is the better Looney Tunes work from a pure quality standpoint. But does it have the ethos of a Chuck Jones madcap cartoon? No. And that's why I liked Space Jam 2. This is a myriad colors phantom world world bar lowering going on here. Like <laughs> you, this is this is massive news. Okay. Uh uh, sorry, Sam. Continue. <laughs> no, no, that's it. Okay. No, I, that's that's all I have to say. And, and, and just reading this, just had me laughing so hard because this writer clearly is a Arthur head and clearly knows how the characters talk because they have banter and they have the cadence that the characters have on the show in the writing. Except they're talking about fighting one another and doing Muay Thai. So it's fucking hysterical to read as a fucking real one. I respect um, Arthur. I mean, of all I know about it, it's like, I don't know about the Flash era, as we can coin it now. But like, it's, I respect The animation sucks, but like the mess, the core messages are still pretty good, pretty fine. Um, and they finally time skipped, by the way. Arthur entered the fourth grade, like, recently. Like, two months ago. It finally fucking happened. And now all the characters have a new drip now. They all they all have new new uh new uh, new new fits. It's like it's it's uh, up there with uh with like three houses and, and, and shit as far as like most impactful time skips. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Fucking one piece sit the fuck back down, dude. You aren't here for the Arthur time skip. <laughs> it's um, up there with three houses, Arthur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the top top five time skips in media. Near one piece fire emblem three houses. Arthur, Arthur, and the Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time. I yeah, I'm still reeling a bit. We, Miles and I, we we barely ever disagree, but this this is, is this true. Is, this is like in Final Fantasy re like seven remake. Like yeah, the, I think I think these are the two big schisms between us. <laughs> I cannot believe that. Uh, wow. Anyway, I guess you I, just. It is amazing that you just missed that episode. Yeah, I'm we glad. even titled it Base Jam. We titled it we Base titled Jam. It. Maybe, maybe that like turned me off. Like I'm like, there's no fucking way. <laughs> you you were like, I don't need to listen to a Space to Jam. To me, like episode. to me, like Space Jam Two is boneless media to like a like a disorienting degree. Like it is just like, do you get reference to meme the movie? There, there, like, there's that a is, lot like, of the that. Content, the content of the story is big chungus rabbit or whatever like that like i don't know there, there is a bit of that but I, I i think i think 
And again, I think one of the big reasons that I I I credit it so much as like a proper a proper like Looney Tunes work until the third act when it just becomes a Space Jam is is just the fact that like it does have this weird biting the hand that feeds kind of element to it that uh that a lot of the early Chuck Jones cartoons had. Like I I could essentially see that that the the re- like whoever wrote the entire second act of the movie other than all of the references was doing what what Looney Tunes had been doing for for several years or several not decades but years of its of its of its uh, earliest era there's there's elements of parody like you have a lot a lot of Looney Tunes golden era cartoons are parodies they're parodies of of more classical property I don't know how deep we want to get into this I've actually like had to study like 50s Looney Tunes for like my film degree in grad school um you remember Emp Lemon's video on Spongebob? Oh, yeah. Great fucking video. Like, great fucking video. Like, there's a Squidward and a Spongebob. It's this point. Yes. Everything, all, like, animation has a Squidward and a Spongebob. And really what he's saying is all animation has a Daffy Duck and a Bugs Bunny. Yes. Um, like, that is the the core tension of all animation is the the character, Daffy Duck, who wants it to make sense and be and be a, a redeploying of real world right like it has to be all organized in the way that hollywood understands it like daffy duck is an actor and and that's the tension versus bugs bunny who is open to that animation can be anything you fucking idiot and and that's like the point like he's fourth wall breaking parody like that is those tensions are you know ghost of the show like matoko and the puppet master is a daffy duck bugs bunny scenario going on like there you know so i think i think that like i i'm i think it's so like important i that to me space jam doesn't have that like doesn't have it, that space like, jam tension. doesn't have that that's the thing because because they have to play on the same team which is that yeah. is inherently against the the dynamic of the looney tunes more of what i was speaking to was the performance element of the looney tunes as opposed to the archetypal elements of the looney tunes because the actual looney tunes characters are not acting as their their roles when there is no opposition i suppose i suppose you could argue that this is a lot like how countries operate when there is no war (laughs) countries are different during a war they have different allegiances, they act differently, they have different priorities, and they have different, you know, national values. They, they put value onto newer, different things than they would in times of peace. When the Looney Tunes got an adversary, all they can really do is play pastiche versions of themselves. Yeah. And so my, my thing about it was that, was that unlike in Looney Tunes 1, where they're pastiche versions of themselves, it doesn't outright break the Looney Tunes rules and laws of writing where bugs bunny does not ever need anybody else bugs bunny does not need anybody else to defeat a dim-witted villain he would do that on his own so like already you got shit right with with um i almost said kevin james (laughs) uh with lebron james uh space jam 3 with kevin james that would be boneless um yes <laughs> he's not even a basketball player he's not, even, he's not even a basketball player but but we can talk about an alternate world where adam sandler does this right like space jam oh, 3 yeah. with adam sandler yeah yeah like yeah, some he can ball you know yeah some somehow he gets urinated on by something he always does 
Yeah, he gets, yeah, he gets, yeah, he gets pooped and farted I, on. I think this is the, and I, I think I'll agree with you this far, Miles. Is like this movie is, is refreshing in the context of like the 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 arid famine and desert that we are like in when it comes to animated like Hollywood films. Yeah, like, I, 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 that was why I was almost disappointed when it turns to CGI in the third act. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say I was almost disappointed. I was disappointed. Very I SpongeBob it. out of water moments yeah i I was that always bothered me too that that it goes to cgi and sponge out of water and i get why it's cheaper these days and what i love about the like the gambit of that that film is like all the trailers only show the third act with the cg like that was almost like ashamed to have the two 2d animation in there like you had no idea like you would have no idea that film ever was not cg if you just watched the commercials they genuinely just dude like they genuinely just does do not believe like 2d animation sells and gets people is it worth 60 dollars 2d is it worth 60 dollars you know what's uh you, you know what's crazy i watched soul you know like on uh the the pixar movie on like I was set on VHS, like on streaming on Disney Plus, right? And it, like the Disney Plus version includes the short film. And the fuck, like the short film at the start of the movie is called Burrow. And that shit's 2D animated because that's the new novelty is having a 2D animated anything. Yeah, I mean, the, yes. the last 2D animated Disney film was, was Winnie Princess the Pooh. Princess the Frog, right? No, it was Winnie oh, no, the yeah, Pooh. Oh, no, yeah, in 2011. 2011, which is like what a film to go out on like what that's a base fucking movie that's a top five ten disney film like that is one of the greatest ones because they're not ashamed of it and if anything the new technology of of whatever right in 2011 they used to make the 2d even better like they, they just and it's one of the smartest written funny witty films ever like if you were if if Space Jam two was like that, I'd be with you. <laughs> it was never um, gonna be like that. Yeah. It was never gonna so be like, like that. Because because I totally well, get that. the the argument that I essentially made is that you should just listen to you should just listen to the video. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> let's not retread it. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. We, I said I didn't want yeah, to do I, it, but <laughs> God forbid that a crack house episode repeats itself. The pro- I, here's the problem, and and here's why <laughs> here's why we brought you in as a ringer because we made it to seventy five episodes. Sam and I don't do a lot. <laughs> I have a, I have something. Yeah. We play games just... and every now and then there's porn to watch. <laughs> like Yeah. That's pretty much my life too. I have something to I have something I've brought to the topic, okay. to the discussion table. Um and I, I, I and doing this I want to recontextualize the combative nature of my anti-Marxist rhetoric earlier. All these people are fine in comparison to what I'm going to bring up. They just want to have a better world or whatever, right? Uh, even people that like Owl <laughs> the, House, the, the Squid The game. disclaimer. <laughs> yes, yeah, so do Re- I. But I'm I'm demonized. Re- reading, I'm the re- one that gets fucking Tom, demonized. Tom is reading off a piece of paper his lawyer gave him. <laughs> like I, I, they're not my real problem in the world. I don't. They're not villain number one. They're not priority numero uno when it comes to who to who to wipe out. You know, with the. <laughs> With the parasite, you know, <laughs> with the vocal cord parasite, <laughs> the vocal cord parasite. <laughs> no, oh fuck, because I just watched James Bond, the last one, the like. Bo- oh, the- oh the, yo, the real night. quick, yo, Tom, yeah. the, isn't the end of the of that movie the stupidest shit you've ever seen in your entire life? The beginning and the middle 
and the end were all very stupid. But uh, I'm talking about the parasite in that film where you could like DNA like target like your yeah, victim. Which, DNA by target. the way, is just the plot of Metal Gear Solid One. Metal Gear Solid Five. Oh, one. Yeah, no, yes. it's Spotify. plot of MTS I literally, One with I literally with Fox died. leaned over. I leaned over. I was watching this with 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 friend of the show Bryce, and, and I lead over to him. I'm like, dude, Fox. I'm like, dude, Fox died. It's Fox died. It's Fox died. Like, dude, can you can you imagine being that much of a hack that like the biggest like Hollywood inspired movie fueled addict Hideo Kojima? You're like, I gotta rip off his plot. Him. Like I know he ripped off sixty years of our plots, but it's time to rip him off now. And not his new stuff. I mean, shit from 30 years ago. That's most art, though. Ripping. Just just an endless cycle of every ripping off people who've already ripped it's off It's the people. endless cycle of revenge that the Phantom Pain was talking about. The endless cycle of oh, ripping yeah. off. I, I did not have high expectations. I've never seen a James Bond film because I just always thought I've seen Mission Impossible and it has to be better. And it is. I was, I was right. It, it, and that's it's why true. I was never interested in, in watching all the new, like, Daniel Craig ones just because I'm like I just watched Mission Impossible I know it's gonna be better and it was and I was right and so my expectations were met watching this one I don't know why we I, I don't know how we got into that but if I, I, was gonna... I just I just brought it up just because like I it's so fucking funny so literally he gets <laughs> he gets the DNA poison he's like I can't be with my 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 chick now I'm gonna fucking kill myself <laughs> which is MG by the way which is MGS4 yeah, Literally, he totally. like he is a walking time bomb, and Naomi says you're gonna infect the world, so Snake has to kill him. So you're just telling me that James Bond ripped off? No, 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 Miles, no, no, negative, negative, negative. Have you not seen it, Miles? You haven't seen it. No, no. Okay. No, no. So what Bond gets infected with at the end of the movie by Rami Malek, the villain, is the the DNA killing fox die that will specifically kill the james bond ho like this and his daughter and his daughter a and his daughter spoilers and his daughter too. <laughs> I guess. so the so so he would not be able to be like be anywhere and near them. and they hand wave there's no way to cure it it's yes. like totally there's like, zero chance so, like, so wait what you're saying no what you're saying is that james bond is boneless MGS4. Because the stakes yes, in MGS4, it's, it's, at the end of that game, it's like, Snake, if you don't kill yourself, the whole world will end. You will kill everybody. Yeah, it's like, it, it's not even that. It's like, no, it's just his his his, his chicken and, and his daughter. And it's like, Okay, then it's like it's like, like he he's like I can't I can't be with you. I I'm gonna die. I can't get that pussy. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Dude, live 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 in a, live in a farmhouse missiles. and that. send them emails, video calls. Yeah, call like that's them. what you were already fucking doing. Yeah, go go yeah, ahead. But he and had to go back to them. He had to go back to open the thing, you know. So the missile would hit. No, he still could have made it out. That's what's fucking... But he no, was he like, just gave he up. He bulleted up. He had to steal like 10 bullets in him. Finally mattered that he had bullets in him. But like, I don't know if he would have made it out. I mean, maybe, but he did give up. He, gave he up. did. Yeah. Bond gave the fuck up. Yeah. Well, and it it's was like, time to die. Because he couldn't because he couldn't get a... But, yeah, but, but, but it was time to die because he couldn't get a pussy from his one chick. And it's like... I don't buy this from James Bond. I can buy this from other, other tragic heroes. 
not 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 the character who's one of his five gimmicks is that he, he hangs out with a new equally hot different female pro, pro, femme fatale character in every movie you know yeah yeah uh, no i agree with that yeah i mean i don't yeah i have no pushback that it was dumb uh that was the bar though i think is this just dumb enough to pull me through to the credits? And it was. It was the- but anyways, I, I'm sorry I had to go on that tangent. It just it really bothered me the way that movie ended. It really fucking bothered me for some reason. What well, what did you want to bring to the table? So who would I get the DNA of? Fox die DNA target. It's it's crypto bros. Number oh. one enemy. Number one problem. That are actively ruining the world. Um, and I have a specific complaint. I've, I don't know if you probably haven't heard of it. There's a new meme going around. And if you go into your Twitter, you know, uh, and search Tungsten Cube, you'll know all what I'm talking about. Have you heard of this? No. No, this is, uh, this is brand new. So there's a new trend between these crypto bro Wall Street freaks where they're buying... Tungsten cubes, you know, atomic number 74 tungsten cubes and are tr- drooling and coming over the density of it. Like, damn, bro, this shit hard. So well, totally worth the money, which is like three grand for like, like, a, like a, amazing. And so I'm going to read one of the tweets this guy says about his brand new tungsten cube and <laughs> and show you that he does not deserve his life. my tungsten cube had arrived and he's got a picture of it no review no matter how elegantly worded can prepare you for the absolute heft of this cube it yearns to sink down to the core of the earth its weight is massive i am in genuine awe dude everyone everyone saw uncut gems and was like yo Precious metal, bruh. They're like amazed that like it's like it's like NFT gone wild now. Like we don't even need an Im- like we don't even need anything anymore. It's just an object that has material like weight is enough yeah. to like be valuable. Like these tungsten, they're like running out of tungsten, and this shit's like thousands of dollars. Like these cute, the tiny cubes. This See, atomic all, all number seventy four. You know, like all I'm picturing is like, like some like chemistry teacher like who had a tungsten cube because they they used it like in their class. They bought it for like you know forty nine ninety nine at at like uh, science and surplus for for teaching. And like now they're like a billionaire because they because they have a, a lot of tungsten cubes. And we're all missing out clearly. Like everyone's gotta have. You go into any like rich fucking wall street skyrise apartment i'm sure in every desk in that apartment or or office building there's got to be a tungsten cube on every desk at this point like this is the new crypto like sign of of evolution i guess the lizard brain yeah i mean it's it's the same i mean it's the same like initial theory behind like how nfts got started right was it was just this like it was just this thing in the in the crypto community 
as a flex. Like it, it what it was just a in community yep. flex. That was all it was. That got blown out into this crazy fucking mainstream thing. And the tungsten cube is just the new fucking flex until six months from now when something new comes along. We're gonna be trading in tungsten <laughs> soon enough. It's gonna be the fucking barter method. Of like, how much tungsten do you have on you, bro? Well, well, here, here's the next question. What, what is the next thing gonna be? And and the thing is, you can't predict it because no one. If you had told me that one day a JPEG might cost me seven seventy eight thousand dollars, I no would, Miles, no the no no the 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 link to the JPEG. Sorry, the the no. <laughs> yeah, the the link to the, the link that says you own the JPEG. Is what you get. You're is, right. Is Sorry. You, you, Sorry. Don't, you don't get the JPEG. I just happen just... to own the JPEG. Well, here's the thing. I think I think we should turn the Miku's crack house image into an NFT. I think the picture of Miku smoking <laughs> need... crack could be an NFT. I... I think it would, dude. I think that, uh, no, no meme. I think the Miku smoking crack NFT would be the one, like would be one of those ones that picked up. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> and got popular. And I gotta be honest, man, if so someone fucking out there. If someone wants to pay us top fucking dollar for the for the Miku smoking crack NFT, we'll sell you the NFT, dude. Hell, hell we'll yeah. We'll just get new art. We'll literally just get a different picture of Miku smoking crack. We'll call no, it the season two. That's the art. best part, Miles. We don't we don't have to. We're just selling them the the Miku crack house PNG uh fucking ledger on the blockchain that's what we're selling we get we get to keep the we get to keep the the photo we get to keep using the photo because it's just that it's just it's just a photo we just get well to... we can't brand a tungsten cube because there's a global shortage due to these these crypto bros there's a global shortage like there's literally like tears to this shit like like the size of the tungsten like oh we got a got a one inch by one inch tungsten cube. Nice starter cube. Can't wait to get a you know level up. Like like literally like nice starter cube. Like like it's like it's a different world. It's a different like it it literally is lizard brain shit to me. Like the crypto bro. Like I can smell the Elon Musk of their hands holding is, the, the, the it, tungsten cubes. Like the, the initial like initially how it was how it was explained to me. Again this again this is with NFTs. I'm a su- and by extension this. <laughs> Um, it is literally just that, like, the people who are involved in this are, are the folks that were super, super early adopters of crypto and have just, just hundreds in millions of dollars in, in crypto. So they, so they buy, they use crypto to buy fucking tungsten, like, <laughs> just as, because that's. That's what it is, you know. That's what it is. It could have been, it could have been something else. It could have been fucking. It could have been snow. Yeah. What's next? What is know. next? I. What is after tungsten? What other beryllium? Is it beryllium? Like, what are we talking? Well, no. Can, some... Here's the thing. It can't be. It can't be another metal because we've already done metals, right? We've done metals. <laughs> metal. Yeah, we, we've done metals, and it can't be gems because gems are are gay. <laughs> you know, Gem, gems are for the homosexuals, uh, and and for women, and and there is no, there are no women in crypto. Okay, there are no women in crypto, guys. Let's be honest. So so it's gotta be it's gotta be something nice and masculine. 
You know, it's got to be something Mini- nice. Mi- miniatures. Oh, miniatures. yeah, miniatures. Gunpla. Gunpla is the next thing. <laughs> that, but that has too much value. Okay, yeah, so what? so what is it? Oh, 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 I know, Jesus I know. Christ. People, People are going to sell the Wonderball prizes again. Do you remember Wonderball? What is Wonderball? Wonderball was a chocolate ball, similar to the Kinder Egg, right? It was a chocolate ball. Oh, and I remember of it, this. Yeah, a little plastic Disney toy, right? Like a little plastic, like Simba or like Aladdin. And they, they were kind of like that solid, like army soldier, like toy, like solid green, solid red. Solid blue, like just completely, and they were so they had they yeah, had one the color, seam yeah. down them, you know, yeah, like right down the middle. There, there's literally a seam where the wax was pressed together or whatever they're made out of. Mm-hmm. People are gonna get those again, and they're gonna start trading them. And so you're gonna see this this crypto bro being like, bought myself the Timon Wonderball prize. The seam down the middle has so much history, so much richness behind it. Its craftsmanship leaves me in a state of arousal. <laughs> it's the fucking, like, language that they use to, like, I don't justify it, right? Like, <laughs> gravity is all around us. So something that feels heavy is all around me. Like, I am weed, you know? <laughs> Uh, I think that's good, but even so, there is too much IP. There's too much IP in the Wonderball. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Okay, so so is it smashed pennies? Like, what is it? What's the what's? I don't know. Well, smashed pennies know. is a metal. It's a metal, so it can't yeah, be smashed ben, pennies. Oh yeah, no, yeah, no bent, no bent coins. Probably yeah. like tree bark. Like once we're out of trees, like they. Oh yeah, people bark. are gonna want to <laughs> buy just bark. <laughs> just Different bark. kinds of barks. I got some fucking bark yesterday on the market. The barket. <laughs> <laughs> Best joke ever, right there. That's a crack house joke, right? That's a that crack is, that house is, joke. That is. That's yeah. one of those crack house jokes that if Sam said it the right way, it would leave me in in utter hysterics. Like, like every now yeah. and then, every now and then, Sam will say something that just takes me out of commission for the next thirty eight seconds. The reason I hate these people so much is like they, unlike everybody else that clearly there's problems and I want a better world, they seem to be fine with the world. Actually, this is pretty dope. The, these tungsten cubes, I'm doing great, guys. Like they don't, they're the reason. They're like leaving humanity behind and are becoming like like posthumanist, like like putting on the stone <laughs> mask. They are literally putting on the stone mask. Like literally, I don't know. Do you remember 2001: A Space Odyssey? Yeah, I've never heard of this film. Yeah. Could you please explain it to me? No, have you seen it? Have you seen it? Yeah, well, yeah, of course. Like, yeah, literally, like, it. the tungsten cube is, like, the monolith for, like, the gorillas that evolves them. <laughs> like, so so someone's the... in their deathbed, and there's just a big tungsten cube in front of them. <laughs> it's a tungsten. Someone needs to put in tungsten cube in that <laughs> screenshot with the monolith. Unless, no, the monolith had to have been a tungsten cube this whole time. We just missed it. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, that would be that would actually be so funny if, if like... Arthur C. Clarke, he's probably dead, like, was just like, yeah, the monolith was made of tungsten. <laughs> and that's what let the gorillas go to space. Uh, that's what they. The that's tungsten. what made them figure out that you could use a bone as a weapon. A, a boneless. They were boneless before <laughs> that. I'm ready to get rid of crypto. I'm just ready. I'm just Wait, ready. oh my god. No, that's it, dude. That's it. 
bones are the next tungsten key. <laughs> That's yes, it. We did it. <laughs> bones. It's bones. Everyone, it's just pure bones. 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 Everyone wants a bone. So you have you have like like a national chicken wing shortage. Like you yes. you you go you go to like the Hooters and they're like, sorry, we only have boneless wings. <laughs> we we all it's all like, of the bones were called to the crypto market. <laughs> also, you can't see my breasts. There's literally no reason to go to this establishment anymore. <laughs> There's a femboy Hooters down the street. You can see more from them. After that, it'll be like seeds and seeds that like don't even plant. Like they don't even. Oh, oh, like seeds. like chia like, seeds. Have, yeah, we don't even. We don't have any seedless. Yeah, there's seed a, yeah, sesame seeds that you buy at the store. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we you, only you have try... seedless watermelons. You know. Like, <laughs> yeah. Seedless grapes. Seedless apples. Them. Yeah. <laughs> Holding in my hand a seed, it's like the entire universe spans out in front of me. I don't. I can feel the life coursing from, from the seed. There's a life in my hand, and I took well, it. Oh, you want to do own. anything with it? No, no, dude. I spent five grand on this pumpkin seed. Put, put the tungsten. Yeah, put it next to my tungsten cube. That, that that's the thing. The tungsten cube is gonna be worthless. So like. If this was, like, a cartoon or whatever, like, we would just see a shot of the tungsten cube in the trash. Someone puts a seed in its place. Sort of like the, the Toy Story 2 montage. <laughs> where Jesse gets knocked under the bed by all the girl shit. Uh, yeah. Totally, when think, somebody loved me, I was one of the rarest compound alloys. Every hour we spent together lived within his hand i realize i'm one episode short because it would have been so much better if tungsten was atomic number 75 oh, oh. Yeah. i'm sorry yeah, that would have been perfect i just yeah. realized how close we were <laughs> we blew our tungsten shot dude our show our show is gonna be in the in the can like financially because we didn't we didn't cash in we didn't cash yeah, in on the tungsten on the right short. day <laughs> we were one we were one element short Anyway, that was my tungsten bit, okay? I, there's no other place better than the Crack Den to, to kind of get this off. To, yeah, I mean, to be perfectly honest, there's almost no other podcast that would spend, the, like, 15 minutes on this bit, you know? I guess that's our specialty. <laughs> yeah, is like, It's like, if it's a bad idea, we'll make a whole show out of it, you know? If it's, if it's a topic no one wants to talk about... It'll be the entire episode. <laughs> yeah. And and we'll do our fucking best to keep you here the entire 90 minutes. Yeah. Someone cause some could argue the ethos of that is like bad uh, the ethos of bad ideas defines crack house. Yeah. yeah. I mean I mean that's why we love Cruella so much, you know? <laughs> Cruella's not a meme enough. <laughs> don't we don't mention Cruella. that meme enough. <laughs> it's it's not. The I, the problem I is just, that Cruella so... is I, Cruella was not as funny as I wanted it to be. Cruella's not even bad enough to make that visit funny. Yeah, like, it's like know? pure. It's it's like a four. I think I think we all agree. It's like that at that four out of ten level. But but it is a ten out of ten stupid idea. As you as you yeah so yeah yeah. Uh, apparently, as so is the Jungle Cruise, which is apparently a good film according to some people. I I don't know. Yeah, I don't buy it. I I, I stop. I've I've. I've apparently tungsten's I feel, a I've good been... investment, according to some people. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Anyone can say anything to me. Any anything that surprises you is is a good. I mean, to be fair, that's kind of what that was our reaction to Space Jam because we we went in for the podcast, and we both were like, I, I would, I had fun. Like, 
Oh yeah. Yeah. So like, I, w- I did not expect to have a good time. Yeah. I, I no, I expected it to be miserable, and I think that's why we both ended up liking it. Yeah, like Last of Us Two, you both expected to be miserable, and you were. You know, like <laughs> that's true. Well, that's the thing. You're right about that. Like, there must there must be an it factor for us to Space Jam Two. There must be an it factor. And is it just that we're Beavis and Butthead? Is that the it factor? Because <laughs> yeah, like we're Weebus and Fuckhead. Weebus and Fuckhead would not. They wouldn't have enjoyed The Last of Us Two either. Like you, you could just like Beavis would just be would just be playing the part where, where like she's beating Nora with a pipe, and he would just go, "This is stupid." <laughs> yeah, she's already killed so many people. <laughs> yeah, the it factor goes a long way. Like you talk about Metroid Dread, like just has an it factor. Yeah, it's the it. movement. You know, you said something to me about Dread that I wanted to talk about with you further because I related so thoroughly to it that it's almost like we live the same life, which is like you would, you said something to me, Miles, and you can explain yourself further. You never felt more like a Nintendo baby since yes. the Wii after, after buying Metroid Dread. I, I want to uh, talk yeah, about like standing, Yeah, like standing in a line to buy Metroid Dread. And that's the other thing, too. When you own a PC, and I talked about this when I got, when I got the PC, when you own a PC... You don't go to places to buy things anymore. There's no, yeah, you go to a website. Yeah, you go you go to a, a, a website and you literally click two buttons and then you you take a shower and watch something and in two hours it'll be in your life. I mean, then you have to go into the menu and you got to troubleshoot to make sure that your settings yeah, I, are correct. Yeah. But, but then you can play it, right? Like, what if your controller like, doesn't connect though? Which that's, which happens all the time to me. Yeah, like because I just have I have nothing but technical issues. Yeah, like like that's the thing. So I, I woke up at 8:30 in the morning and I I thought that's a reasonable time to go to GameStop and get Metroid Dread cuz this game's probably not going to sell that well. Yeah, they were opening they were open at 8 a.m. Oh, shit's shit's rough in my town. They I know mine like open opens at early. noon. Like my GameStop's still like COVID era like GameStop hours. Yeah, so like I I went there and I was like hey, it's 8:30 like I have to imagine people, you know, People aren't going to be lining up out the door for Metroid Dread because Metroid is not like a hot ticket series. I assume that that at the very least, the door, the line would be inside the door, right? And it, you know, maybe maybe ten people in front of me, right? No, there's a fucking line outside the door. It's eight a.m. and it's that it's that like I just woke up eight a.m. Like the sky is the bluest cyan you've ever seen. Blue. It's just the most blue. Cyan, you've ever seen in your fucking life. Cyan, cyan. So like already, like already, you're waking up early, which is like step one of this baby transformation, right? Like the fact yeah. that you're even up this early. <laughs> yeah, and and by the way, like I I was I was I like I didn't sleep that well. I woke up at seven by accident, like so I I had maybe five hours of sleep. So but but and I still lined the fuck up for Metroid Dread. So I'm out there, like I'm in this line, right? I'm in this line, and behind me is a is a girl. Okay, there's a girl behind me in the line, Sam. Oh God, and Tom. Okay, and she's not there to buy Metroid because, of course, she's not. Women don't play these games. Women don't play video games. She was there for some Pokemon. She's there event. to play Far Cry Six. Uh, no, no, she was not. Wait she, a minute, no, dude. I think everyone was there for this Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. She was no. Everyone was there for Dread. She was the only one. Oh, and like so, it was her and some like six foot six gay man, like. And 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 I knew he was gay because he had the Billy Porter gay voice, right? <laughs> like he he walked past us and he went, "Sorry, that's the last one," like like that. And he was like, 
don't mug me. I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm leaving the store now. Like, and he was obviously, he was clearly so fucking proud to have gotten the last Pokemon event thing, right? What so is there's this girl. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Right? Dude, Some, dude, dude the, Go. the fucking characters, the actual fucking characters in this line were so funny. Because I was standing there, there was a girl walked up with a Rise of Skywalker t-shirt. Immediately, I was like, that's someone I never want to speak to. Miles, you did this to my buddy. You did this to your fucking self, dude. You went and bought the fucking game at GameStop, and you're acting like, oh, I can't believe I'm running into all these kooky characters who wear a Rise of Skywalker t-shirt. <laughs> Sam, you're and interrupting you talk like me, Billy Porter. You're interrupting me before I get to one of my favorite interactions of the day. Okay, <laughs> guy, guy okay. comes in. He goes, "Hey, uh, what's what's this line for?" I said, "I assume it's for Metroid Dread," and he went, "Oh." I'm here to buy toys. And so he went into the store and starts looking around. Yeah. And so I start laughing. I start fucking laughing because it was the stupidest thing that's ever happened. I I look to the girl and I go, I'm I'm sorry. Like, cause you know, it's proper decorum, right? So she says, no, don't worry. Guy walks out, says, sorry, I got the last one. Please don't fucking mug me. I'm going. Bye. Right. And so. I looked at her and I was like, you should probably go chase him if you want that. Because I knew she was here for the Pokemon event. So I end up, Sam, in this line, talking to a female. Uh, the only person in the fucking the GameStop rare. talking to a woman. Okay. Yeah, not a great look. Not off to I'm a already, I'm already cringe, dude. I'm already cringe. Everyone else is talking about, about the buttons that they got from the Metroid Dread pre-order that they're here to pick up. They're here to get their Emmy amiibo you know shit like that and i'm here talking to a a vagina person right like just just a just a cringe look all around so (laughs) it takes me a fucking hour to get to the front of this line takes me a literal hour what the the fuck stop pause miles the fuck (laughs) hour yeah an hour and here's the thing the line is not that crazy what's crazy is that the amount of promos and things these GameStop guys have to offer you before you can leave the store. So, like, I don't know, maybe 20 people were in front of me, right? Not awful. But it takes five minutes to get through each one. The last time I was at a genuinely packed GameStop was the day Destiny came out in twenty in September 14th, 2014. I was in there for five minutes. I can't believe it took you a fucking hour. And they had one person working there, I assume? They had like one or two, yeah. So, Miles, of course, when was the moment where you're like, I'm a child and this is my life? <laughs> you know, like... it, it, was, it was the moment when a man walked out of the store and said, don't mug me. It was that moment where I said, I'm truly pathetic. That I lined up for this. Because you know what I could have done? I could have hopped onto my Switch. I could have digitally Switch. downloaded it. Downloaded it. Yeah. And I could have I could have been home. Like, I was tired. I could I could have downloaded it when I, you know, when I woke up, went back to sleep. The game is ready for me when I wake the fuck up. No. I had to go and get a physical copy. I had to, I had to sit there in the line with women in the line. And, 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 and I, I, I. You chose to, to speak with with her yeah and she was nice 
I didn't get her name because I don't care. Like we we literally just made conversation until we both got to the front of the line. She was there for the Pokemon event. Indeed, Billy Porter took the last Pokemon game thing or whatever, and so she said, "All right, I'm off. Bye." And I waved, said, "Have a good day." Continued purchasing Metroid Dread. I walked home with it. I put it into my Switch. I started playing the game, and I said, "Shit, it's too early. I'm tired." And I went to bed. And I woke up again like two or three hours later. It was like 1 p.m. Uh, our story shares so many similarities. Um, and and I too had a realization like you of like, Nintendo really, we're just gonna do this for every major release till we die, right? Like this is just this is just programmed into us. Yeah, like when Breath of the Wild two comes out, I'm gonna do it again. Yeah, like so I did not go to GameStop because never. Because I, you know what, like, they sell you a new game that's open, and I'm like, no thing. If you're gonna buy, if you're gonna buy physical, don't, like, give me some fake case for it. I hate that, where they do that. Um, I went to Target, like a real civilian. Hell yeah. And <laughs> I was there. Shout out. I was True there citizen early. in the United States. Yes, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was there before they opened, because I wanted that Amiibo, which I have back in, back there. You can't see it, because it's too far in the, in the but like I get there, the store opens eight, I'm there like seven fifty five, not that early. And there's already people. There's already like dozens of people waiting for the doors to open. And I'm like, Metroid Dread? <laughs> like why? And I get in there and lo and behold, I have to wait in a long line. And they want the OLED switch. Like no one. I, oh, that's right. No yeah. one even no, they, bought. They, this was that. a packed day for Nintendo, apparently. Like I like I'm watching these people buy this OLED, and not even get Metroid. Like, what are you that you're that into Nintendo that you're buying this Switch but not the new game? Like, they're not even getting Metroid. I'm like the weirdo here, who's like, can I get Metroid, please? I had a guy come up to me, dad age, and so too old to ask this question. Are you here for the trading cards? <laughs> I, you One. know what? I, I would. Yeah, I, I would love it if like a grandpa came up to you said, "Are you here for the Sammy Jackson baseball cards?" And I'm like, no. Like, I guess trading cards are still like tungsten cube level, like popular <laughs> on the yeah. scale of metals. <laughs> yeah baseball <laughs> cards are gonna be the new nfts yeah. first generation hollow charge arts and, and i go no i'm here for metroid and he goes oh and walks What's away <laughs> like it's just like like just like disgusted almost like revolted that there's not that nft which is that's what a trading card is that physical nft um and like i get up there and i go okay i'm here i woke up early Real early, too early. I'm here. You got the amiibo, because that's really what I'm worried about. I'm not worried that they're gonna run out of standard editions. I'm not gonna buy some special edition of of Metroid Dread. I'm like, oh, we didn't get any. We didn't even get any. And so it's like, well, I what was I? What did I wait in this? Mine wasn't an hour long. It was like thirty minutes, which is still way too long. But like, people, half the people in the line weren't even. They were for trading cards and shit. You know, they didn't even have the amiibo. So, uh, it, it's definitely like bad move felt like a baby afterwards because i literally just came away with a standard copy of metroid dread all i got like i didn't even get anything special right like that totally is worthless to, 
just a little cart. So when you messaged me that, Miles, I totally like related to you on a deep level of like, I had the same experience just waiting around being asked by people. Like I'm the weird one for playing video games. Everyone's just buying the OLED. I don't know. Drive. I hate how by the balls they have us, because uh, clearly they do. Except for Sam. Sam seems nah, good. Sam seems good. Nah, I broke free. I fucking I accomplished something. See, I I escaped. I broke free of the fucking Nintendo chains. I saw what life was out. What was beyond the 720p 30 fps borders. And I clawed my way free. Now you can't pay me to go fucking back. Yeah, but the like, thing get, about it though, Sam. Yeah, go ahead. The thing about it though, Sam, is that is that there is gonna be something that has you by the balls because that's that's the world we live in. Is that someone has our balls at all times? That's the world we live in. Okay, yeah. because because one day Quentin Tarantino is gonna release an NFT and you're gonna buy it. Yeah, absolutely. It's gonna be great, uh, and it's gonna be the best NFT, and it's gonna be a really great uh critique critique it's of uh it's gonna be a picture of uh, jackie brown dream blue blue uh blue suit <laughs> yeah that's that's a fucking uh, you know what we need an nft of thing. is that is the plane shot from space jam a new from legacy. space jam <laughs> the awful plane shot yeah <laughs> yeah one of the fucking one of the fucking worst <laughs> Oh my god! Well, we really just ran out yeah. of content five minutes five minutes yeah, early. Yeah, we huh? had a, we, I, yeah, I, damn, I, we had an extra person here. We fucking. Run I, out I of... did my shit. I added two topics to this one. So if you got anything, feel free. Yeah, no, you did not. Yeah, no, Tom came fucking prepared. <laughs> I, I can't prepare. For a show I, that I have my boneless. I have my boneless thing. <laughs> I like that we're just that's not the last five minutes of just shitting on each other. <laughs> it's the last five minutes the last five minutes is pointing our fingers and saying who here who here came short. And I gotta be who honest. The podcast? I, th I think Sam came short this week. I, I, I like motherfucker, I brought Arthur uh, Tekaichi. But, but it mid, didn't last mid. long enough. Did not last long enough, Sam. That was the problem. Is he, you have you got you, you had to squeeze about five more minutes of milk out of that udder. Motherfucker, cause you weren't you weren't fucking trying to help me squeeze. <laughs> Look, what was I, I supposed bro, to do? This you was your spitting tungsten. Uh, this was bro, your hey, thing. Hey, fucking, I, this was your I thing, Sam. I squeezed a lot of milk out of that tungsten cube. Uh, Tom, I'm not talking to you right now. <laughs> I'm not. This isn't about you. This is. This... <laughs> you know what the That's, problem is? <laughs> you can't spend the whole episode saying, you know, I was talking to Tom Second Look about this. You know, you can't spend that. that that's the problem. That's you true. You didn't have a segment like that. You never had a segment. That's true, yeah. Where you, you talked about Tom's second look. A conversation you developed with me beforehand. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. That's all right, gang. I got I got a fucking, I got a question. This is something I've been thinking about recently. Uh, as I've, as, uh, you know, discourse has popped up. And I was thinking about Metroid, Metroid Other M. Now, I don't really get, I don't want to talk about the game. I, I, I literally could not give a shit about fucking Other M. But what I was interested in, when I was thinking about, what are the video games that are, in the grand scheme of things, primarily disliked by the general audience and the general perception is negative on a game? But the main reason why is because of narrative issues. Kingdom Hearts 3. I can 3. only think of two games. Okay. Kingdom Hearts 3. That's... that's Wrong. Metroid Other M... <laughs> Last of Us, Last of Us Part Two, where the two, 
the only two I, I could I could King, think Kingdom of Hearts three is a big one. People hate that game because of the story. Really? I, I have friends. I had no idea. I have friends who hate the whole series because they were disappointed in just the story. No, MG, MGS five. MGS five is, is, is still remembered fondly. People hate the yeah. story. You know, people but, hate pe- the story. But the specific argument is like the story. The narrative is the biggest problem, and the game is like the game is bad, and the primary issue is because of the yeah, story. Yeah, but the, the like, thing about the thing about the fans of pain is that the gameplay is so good that everyone is fine with the story being yeah. bad this time. The yeah. problem with Other M is, is just so mid. Even Probably Kingdom Hearts 3 is similar. I haven't played it. But, like, Dying Light, yeah, like, right? Like, Dying Light yeah. is another example, right? Yeah, Dying Light's a... Yeah, Dying Light's a game that is very well liked. The stories the gameplay. The story's the biggest part of the problem. But the narrative does not take away yeah. from the game experience in a way that, like, the story actively well, hurts well, here, other here's M in what a I huge think, way. Here's, here's what I think it is with Other M, The Last of Us, and Kingdom Hearts 3 is that they as video games are perfect sixes or perfect fives like 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 quality yeah. wise. Like I liked Kingdom Hearts gameplay, 3 a lot yeah. because it reminded me of my time with KH1 and I had been kind of craving that kind of Kingdom Hearts game, this very interactive game world where it's like, okay, they have actually created an interactive version of the film. It's not literally just wallpaper. I am actually yeah. in these locations. I'm actually interacting with these locations. I'm actually doing things that are depicted in the film, and I'm I and I'm doing them in a way that relates to the game mechanics. So that's why I liked Kingdom Hearts three. It, it created a very tactile version of these movies that hasn't been done since the first game, right? But like the combat's like fine, you know. It's like okay, you know, worlds are okay, everything's okay. So like, if you're not me and you really cared about the story, like the story's not good at all. And and so like, the, I have friends who hate the whole series now because they thought KH three was such a uh, such a bad story, not video game. They were fine Jesus. with the gameplay. They just they they hate the whole series yeah. because the story was bad. Damn, that's dude. That's Game of Thrones season eight. Yeah, no, type th- that that's which, and which, by the way, is in a league of its own. Yeah, that, there's a level of, of throwing the baby out with the bathwater with that that I can't relate to. But yeah, you're right. Like Last of Us Part Two, Other M, and Kingdom Hearts Three. I I think are the big three. Like, oh, this story is so bad, and the gameplay is so okay Mid. at best yeah. that the story yeah that like the story really is the biggest failure of this because i think that other m plays okay it's it's a fine little running and shooting little adventure game it's like whatever it's okay yeah i think the gameplay has to be mid for the story to like take precedence over the review. yeah yeah um yeah but even so, like, you, I don't know, Skyward Sword, though, like, got 10s, and both were mid at best, you know? So I don't know what that's all about, but... Well, it's because Zel- it's yeah. the Zelda, like, yeah. critics thing. But, like, like... Yeah, and also, too, when... And also, too, like, the criticisms of, of Skyward Sword, again, are multifaceted. Some people have issues with the narrative, but some people have issues with... Back in the day, the motion controls, the gameplay, the linearity, level design, all the, all this shit. Like, like what the the Phantom Pain is 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 an example of like people were disappointed in the story, but like the sentiment at the time, and and there has become a growing sentiment of people who are like, but the gameplay wasn't good either, or like the open world wasn't good either, but like at the sentiment at the time was, oh man, this story is really bad, but I'm having so much fun and I love this gameplay, like I don't, you know, like it's a shame, like like people people talked about the Phantom Pain as it's a shame, 
it's a shame that this side of the game is not as good as this side of the game. When people talk about Other M, they talk about it as just a complete, like, don't even mention it, don't bring that game up in my presence, we should forget it exists. Like, that same same with The Last of Us Part 2. Like, just, just ignore it, the story's bad, don't worry about it, there's only one game in the series. Like, like I'm talking about, like, games where the story is so bad that people want to erase them! And that, that happens very rarely, but it happens enough. It happens enough times. Yeah, I mean, clearly, obviously, it's like more. This is more frequent in 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 like uh, yeah, in in narratively well, but, but focused I, media. Yeah, like yeah where like games are less narrative narratively focused. And I was just thinking, and it was just it, it's just interesting. Yeah, it's like there's only like a handful of piece of media where it's like the narrative is really the core issue well, that makes the whole experience bad, and it's not, and it's un, it's kind of unsalvageable. It's also bit. games on maybe Kingdom Hearts three less. I've no, I just haven't played Kingdom Hearts, but like. Like, the story also not just is bad, but, like, is marketed as really important and, like, the selling. Yeah. Right? Like, that's, yeah, like, that's gotta be, I think, a key yeah. element. Like, Metroid yeah. Other M was sold on this. On, oh, this really is Samus. Get, the narrative, yeah. Really Samus's story will be told. Dude, that fucking Miyamoto meme is literally just from Other M. The thumbs up. <laughs> that's, like, the worst, that's, like, the worst thing I've ever seen. That scene where Samus... One, one, the concept that like an army militia group like 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 sign is a thumbs up is already just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But somehow they like top it with like, but I'm the girl and I'm gonna do thumbs down. down. Like it's like so cringe on a level like honestly like like the room like level bad like like it it uh, it, it makes me laugh in the way like people talk about the room like other m story is that bad to me that it actually maybe circles the wagon a bit because that scene i've gotten a lot of joy out of showing people that clip like friends that don't know anything about other m because who would is like watch this like just abysmal like tr- t- attempt at narrative like in characters it has been a game i feel like other m has been a game that has successfully fallen into the ether and cracks of time i feel like they won the nintendo the nintendo kids won we have forgotten about it, it, Dude, it it's like, only spoken watched- of in the hushed hollows of metroid fandom and you watch developer interviews of that like when nintendo used to do like in-depth developer interviews like the sakamoto and then this the like like the scenario director guy who like helped him direct it and write it um like like even in the developer marketing material you can like sense this friction between the two like of like them shitting on each other like this was it was really difficult because he never wanted like they really like go all out like it's like you could tell that that development of that story was troubled and uh like even the ninja theory guy that's just like in charge of the gameplay was like and i'm here just trying to not be traumatized between like like very very funny interviews of of just like traumatized nintendo employees having a difficulty selling their game because it was such a like troubled development yeah i think i think those might be the only three like major releases and and yeah. and it and it does have to be a major release. I think yeah, that's people the big have to care about the story. Yeah. Like if you know, if it's the first game in the series, that's not going to happen. It's like oh, if Tac Three didn't have a good story, yeah, like, like no, no one, <laughs> yeah, Knack Three didn't have a good story. Uh, Jack Three didn't yeah. have a good story. <laughs> yeah, who'd win the fight, Jack Tack or Knack? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, I gotta be honest. I think that Jack has the brutality <laughs> element. Like Jack. As in Jack, later Jack. Yeah, later Jack. Yeah. Like, he he has a brutality element to it where he's, like, cruel and he doesn't give a shit. 
Like, and he can go sicko mode. He can go. He can turn. Into yeah. Dark yeah, but Knack like, just yeah. seems like at any moment Knack can just go like all range mode and kill you. <laughs> That's the thing. Knack Knack might be the most powerful, but you have to remember that Jack has like you got to collect too. the spheres, the tungsten yeah. spheres. <laughs> You yeah, have to the collect tungsten. the tungsten. Dude, that's that's the next that's the next like collected like We're shit done. kickstarted collectathon game. <laughs> oh, it's like man, a tungsten yeah. hunting game. And you get like and if you're like a, a high enough backer, you get a tungsten stone. A tungsten cube. Yeah. yeah. You get yeah, you yeah, and you get a tungsten NFT. Yeah, just the NFT of it. <laughs> that would be so funny yeah. if, if the reward for a Kickstarter tier was an NFT. And it just, it's like 15 gigs for no reason because it's so heavy. <laughs> <laughs> it slows your computer down just because of how heavy it is. What the fuck? Man, I really feel the gravity, the digital gravity of this tungsten. I really feel energy. the weight of this file. <laughs> and they send it to you in a tungsten, like, made USB drive. <laughs> Tung tungsten USB, yeah. <laughs> See? More milk. It's milk. The milkers. <laughs> yes, on the, the you really, you really came underprepared with this one. The tungsten milkers yeah. on this episode are, are very. You know, you know what I will say. You know what I will say. I think. I think Sam thought that he would have to do more explanation of Arthur than he ended up having to do. I think. I think you. I think you were sort of banking on 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 me not knowing who George was. <laughs> <laughs> if we run out of time, if we run out of things to say. May what are you talking about now? We're done. Oh, because yeah, I was going to pitch. We could pitch, uh, do it, you know, pick it up the Fallout Boy game again. <laughs> weekly, yeah, that's, weekly. that's how we, that's how we fill time. If we, we, we just don't annoy Sam. <laughs> so I make Sam listen to Fallout Boy music again. Um, Please, no. <laughs> you wait, so, wait, because only, so all of that was good. Like, you're not, like, we hit one hour and a half, but like, you're not gonna, yeah, we're no, we're good. We're not gonna cut yeah, anything out. There is no like worth. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, no, we'll cut it down I mean, we, a we have bit. A, we have a good amount of time, like as far as cutting things down go, if we really have to. So, I don't, I don't think the show, I don't think the episode's gonna come up short. No. Okay. This was a solid episode. I think we did a good job. <laughs> it felt like a seventy-five, right? It felt big. Did feel did yeah, feel like a big, big but, seventy-five, but, but not, not too big. but not important, but not important. <laughs> it felt big and but not well, important, just like just like every a seventy-five should thing be. ever. Well, like I I I told like you, Sam said it's our big fifty episode. Tom, come on the episode, right? We gotta have you. And I said, you know what I hate about podcasts is when they hit a big milestone and they do a show format like a live version that always fucking sucks. Because people made it 99 episodes because of this format. But then they decided to reinvent the wheel for the 100, get into a live studio with an audience, and take questions, yeah. and it's the worst Yeah, episode. we would never do something like that. It's we would never do something like that. <laughs> right. You would never run out of content and go to the audience. But, like, like to me, like, <laughs> I, I always, like, hate that the big, like, commemorative episodes... 50 100 were always the worst so i'm like let me let, let's just enjoy a 50 that's solid and in the framework of a crack house and then put that's me a good on 50th that's a good yeah. 50th put me on something yeah. that's like almost important you know and that's this it. is yeah, it. what's more what's more almost important than episode 75 <laughs> yeah. well episode 70 would have been a good also almost important because that's the oh my god this is too officially too, too long. long yeah too long that would have been well. That's when I thought the podcast, like that's the maximum length this podcast would have lasted in my mind. 
So the fact that he made it 75 is, is why I'm, I've come back. We're going to 100, quick. baby. We're going to 100. Yeah, well, fuck yeah. I dude. can't wait to what, come what? on 125. I'm really am excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, have you, we'll have you back for our, our quicentennial. <laughs> quicentennial? Yeah. Quincentennial. Quincent- I guess quincentennial. I don't know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Good shit. If you want to be a true crackhead... Go on the fucking stupid Twitter at Miku's Crack House. Go join the Discord. Post post your your, your tungsten pics in the Discord. <laughs> There's gonna we're gonna open up a tungsten channel. Yeah. Yeah. Tung, tungsten pics only. Yeah. <laughs> I, I you're tonguing your tungsten, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Mods will delete any pics that aren't of tungsten. <laughs> yeah. Is that is that a beryllium? Is that a brilliant? We gotta check. The, Get the magnifying check. glass out. Oh, yeah. oh, the spaces in between these alloys. <laughs> this is boron. It's like a, it's like a Metroid Dread uh, fucking map name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that a beryllium? Boronium. Yeah, boronium. It's the strongest stuff in the universe, according to, to Dread. <laughs> yeah, that you just blast through. That's like the that's like the weakest like <laughs> setup plot narrative. The, the Emmys are just made with the strongest stuff, quote, in the universe. I know we're trying to... I hate that. I actually hate that. <laughs> it's so yes, they, they, say, they say made of the strongest stuff, stuff in the universe, which is tungsten, by the way. <laughs> Emmys are made of tungsten. This is That's canon. It has to be. Sakamoto told me in my sleep while we were spooning that, that, uh, <laughs> that, that Emmys are made of tungsten. Yes. Bye! Anime thighs when she open up so wide I got a twinkle in my eye Asian pussy is so tight I just really wanna pipe Oh my gosh she got them big ass titties She's only five Anime thighs when she open up so wide I got a twinkle in my eye Asian pussy is so tight I just really wanna pipe Oh my gosh she got them big ass titties She's only five Bitch, I'm about to fuck this cutie, so I whip out my katana And I knock this little bitch out with just one hit like I'm Saitama Why you act like you retarded, like little bitch, I don't want drama I still hit when she says no, don't understand what she don't wanna, ayy Sword fighting with my penis like I'm in a fucking dojo All these bitches want me like my name was fucking Jojo Asian penis is too tiny like it was a no-show Bitch, don't watch your coochie, watch anime with the bros, though Say my motherfucking bitch, I might pull up, give those thighs a little motherfucking kiss And man, if you talking shit, tell Ryuki you on a list Yeah, your sister is my groupie, she take this anime Dick. Okay, okay, like little bitch, I don't care if that fat ass is too deep. Score a bounty on that pussy, you can call me Spike Lee. Putting out fire, getting ice, bitch, I'm Todoroki. And if you got some shit to say, then you can say it to me. Anime thighs, when she open up so wide, I got a twinkle in my eye.